1: This is
0: the Fitness Boot Camp Inner Circle Podcast with Georgette Pan and Jesse Stoddard. Well, good morning, Georgette. How are you today?
2: Oh, good morning. It's Monday and we're back from vacation. Woo. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) How was it?
2: Oh, uh, as always, great, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, we <laughs> it, was
2: it feels
0: like uh, yeah, it feels like we we haven't uh, we haven't been on here together in a while, so this is really great.
2: Yeah, it is a, it is good. I'm glad we decided to hop on here today.
0: Absolutely. Um, well, what I thought was we can talk about uh, one one of the, one of the topics that I think um, needs to be revisited. Uh, yeah. Is, so
2: we have uh, a to be.
0: <laughs> yeah, but also if there's updates, I know you have so much going on, we can do some of those. Um the, the 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 what I wanted to talk about is getting started, taking action and helping people get going when they first want to get into business because I think that's what I'm hearing a lot of, but yeah, first of all, how are you? What's new in your world and any updates you want to give and um anything that uh, you want our our listeners to know about?
2: Well, let's see what's new, what's coming and what's coming down the pike. Um, well, what's coming like very soon, I guess, is, um, well, I'm working on an article that's going to be, uh, geared towards, uh, boot camp workouts. And I'm not talking about just throwing workouts in the article. I'm talking about the trend of boot camp workouts and what I see, what I see happening there and what I see needs to happen there. for lack of a better way of summarizing it.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Can you now, can that, you give us a little bit, uh, just a little bit more? That sounds yeah. really interesting.
2: <laughs> I could see, uh, yeah, I could give you a little bit more, and I might have touched on it in previous po- podcasts, but I see um, that it's going in, like, it's going in a direction that is not really, I don't like, <laughs> for lack of a better way of saying it. Okay, so it's going in a more of a direction of uh, the giant game class with not even a hint of programming, which I have touched on in previous podcasts. But it was really not something we were discussing. It just, you know, how that happens when we me and you talk on a podcast, we go from subject right. to. But I mean, I had brought up about giant gym classes versus a boot camp program workout slash programming in it geared to, you know, goals and of a client. It's uh, And I right. see that big, 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 big. It's starting to get too much of, of a trend. Random, you know, idea of programming is watching YouTube and sipping beer, you know, <laughs> <laughs> grabbing some YouTube or Facebook and, you know, not even, a, like I said, not even a hint of of programming in, in it at all. It could be all, you know, conditioning leg workouts and, you know, one upper body and, like, just no kind of template. Or it could be the trend is going towards these big, huge, complex games type things, which, yes, the fun element is important, you know, but Again, it's it's uh, getting off track. You know what I mean? Mm. Off track. And, you know, we're fitness professionals. We should have programming skills, not Got it. just play Monopoly and run around, or do some you know <laughs> you know pass go and do seven you know uh, seven hundred burpees and throw the dice and do something else. But the the point is that we're getting away we're getting further away from what a fitness professional could should should be doing and what, you know, just about anybody could be doing. <laughs> right? I mean, so I I see the trend and it's growing and growing and growing and growing like it's it seems to be going in the wrong direction. So and yeah. the program is not there. So we gotta remember that we are trainers and we are fit pros. Whether, and whether which was the segue into what we're going to discuss with you, whether you're doing this full time or part time, you have to know programming. Right. You can't just, you know, pull a workout from a book. And what you can do, but you have to still know what you're doing and who your clientele is. Right, and match it. And there's more to business than just workout. Right. Right. So which we, right. right. If that was all there was to it, everybody'd be a successful millionaire, which we know that's not happening in, the, you know, the fitness industry.
1: Right, while right. All
2: for the game part and the challenges part, yes, you can do them. It's not an everyday thing, and I see the boot camp uh, workout world is now headed towards games every day. Games are class, equal class, <laughs> you know, or challenge equal class, and that's not what it was meant to be. It's meant to you know, throw an element of surprise into the programming or fun, actually, into the programming, and that's it. It's not to, it's not to be the programming, right? So that was the, the little more you asked for. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Well, so you got an article coming out to explain that more, right?
2: I'm going to try my best because it seems to be a hot button with me. So sometimes, you know, I got to kind of take a step back and not make sure I'm clear and not sit you know, come off like I'm against games or challenges. Of course I'm not. But and I'm not against, you know, the element of fun and throwing in different and unique uh workouts. What I am against is doing it every day. And having right. you know random stuff and yeah, it seems to me it needs to go more towards small group personal training. In personal training, you need to act the same way. Just because you're outside in a park doesn't mean you're, a you know, now you're a giant gym class. You know what All I right.
0: mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a great, uh, great point.
2: I it's a great, so, oh, oh, yeah, it's a great point, but it's also, you know, what's happening, and it's, it's kind of bothering me. So yeah,
1: there's a look. lot of weird, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: you'll, you'll catch these workouts, and actually they're even con- – condemning some that have a list of exercises. What what the difference does that make if it has a list of exercises? The point is, it's a template <laughs> that has a specific programming. It's not the list of exercises that, that's the problem. The problem right. is the lack of programming. It's not the way you write it. The, the the way the program is written on paper is not the issue. The issue is what you're writing on the paper. <laughs>
1: right. right? Yeah exactly
2: yeah so that's what's kind of in my craw right now because you know i get a lot of that and you know sometimes you have to change your mind in the industry and like i'm not saying that my mind is totally changing but in certain instances it has because you know because of the misuse of the workouts is what i'm i'm saying you know basically saying so my mind is not really totally changing. I'm not against game day or having games and boot camps, not at all. They should be, you should put them in there appropriately once a week, challenges once a month, but not every day. Not like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. That's the, the the gist of it. That's the gist of it. So, um, you know, and it's it, it all comes down to taking your business seriously. Now, are you right. are you in a business or are you in a hobby? Segue into what you wanted to discuss.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's good
2: because, because really, if you're just going to do this part time, you know, and kind of wing it and have somebody else, you know, do all your workouts for you, pull them off the Facebook or whatever you're doing randomly, well, then who needs you really? <laughs> like you know, yeah. Find somebody what they're doing and is wants to run a serious business and get started.
0: Right, right. Well, um let's let's talk about that uh getting started in that and yeah. y- y- all, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it first. Let me let me maybe ask you ask okay. it like a question and then maybe hear what comes off the top of your head and then I can give you my my side of it too. Um okay. what I want to talk about is the key what are the keys of getting started and taking action because there's a lot of uh, folks mm-hmm. that we're doing coaching for that are you know right. just starting to get off the ground. And they may have been training for a long time, but they mm-hmm. haven't had their own business yet. Or they maybe had a little bit of a business, but like you said, it was maybe more of a hobby and it wasn't really serious and they're trying to get things going. And I just want to maybe cover the common problems of actually taking action to get started with your own fitness business. And uh, well, you know you've been on we've been on some calls together where we've heard people really struggle over some different things when around getting started. What's your take on that and
1: right. know,
2: what are you
0: what are you hearing and what do you think are the keys to to getting taken action
2: well okay that's a that's a very good question um, first of all, I think one of the things that the hang up is procrastinating until everything's perfect which we already touched upon, I know, and maybe some past podcasts, but because it's come up more than once, it's, um, you know, you ha- can't have, you know, every single thing perfect and every possibility that may exist down the pike address all the, you know, what if this happens, what if that happens. That you will never get off the ground because there's an element of risk in starting a business. I mean, let's face it, right, there is. Um what's the risk? It may or may not work, right? But with all the opportunities out there now that weren't out when I started way back in, you know, prehistoric times, there was not coaches, there was not Internet, you know, coaches, there was not anywhere. Very few places to get help, okay? Now there's a lot of people who can help you get your ideal business off the ground. There's, there's plenty of people. If you do, you know, follow them long enough, trust them, and you know, like them, and trust them, and know that they could take you. So that's one element that's there that could help help you. But the other part is, if you're not willing to take that risk, then you know, don't even bother like putting your, you know, your toe in the pool, you know water, and then you know to say forget it. You know what I mean? Cuz there is an element of risk. You're not going to have everything uh set up perfectly and then go in and, you know, kill it in a month and you know, have everything figured out going forward. So that just doesn't happen. That doesn't happen to anybody. You know, regardless of what business you're in. Well, that's one of the the other right. things I maybe somebody I, I think you really have to want it. So if the the passion is there for starting your own business, you really have to want that. And if it's just a, maybe I do, I'll see, well, you don't invest in a business and your time, money, energy into something you might want to (laughs) do. I mean, so you have to have a passion to really want it. That's what I want to do. I want to, I'm want i going to, you know, this is what I've always wanted to do, and I'm going to do it, period. Mm-hmm. You know, which is something I had to do. It was like a now or a never. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it now or never. So what if it fails, you know? <laughs> it's something I've always wanted to do. But that's the point. Two feet have to be in, not one foot in, you know? So that's something to look at because some people are like, well. Mm-hmm. And maybe if I get everything in order and hire a coach, I still have I still have one foot in though. So the point is get them both in. Or get out. <laughs> How's that for Blunt? But Yeah You know. <laughs> yeah <laughs> How's that for Blunt? No, seriously, because you know, it's a big decision. You know? Hmm. And anything that's a big decision from buying a home to starting a business. You either got to want it or you don't want it. You can't go, hmm, maybe mm, I'll give you a buck or I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll put a bid on a house that's, you know, ridiculously low. You can't do things, you know, that's ass, ass, in other words. But So, one, have the passion and be decisive that that's what you want. Because if you're him and Han if that's what you don't want, then all the coaching in the world is going to be like, you know, a uphill battle anyway. So it doesn't matter if you have all the coaching in the world because you're probably going to be the one that's coming back with, yeah, but, and I don't know if, and all the reasons why this might, might work. So you're either in or you're either out, and you're going to find out, and you're going to take, you know, advice and go, take the bull by the horns and go into this business. And then you have, so you have to take the action, you know, decide, decide, and then act. So,
0: yeah, absolutely.
2: You know, it's the first yeah. two, I guess, the first two. But you know, it is a risk. So, the money is a risk. The, the you know, any business is a risk. I okay, if you're opening a, you know, a little ice cream shop. <laughs> it's a
1: risk. Yeah, yeah.
2: You so know,
0: you know, I, I think I, I want to add something to that. Um, okay. I agree with you a hundred percent. And then. And you know, kind of to dig into some of the psychology behind it, you just okay. reminded me of something, you know, like you're saying the the risk and, and the business, um, I think another issue that goes along with that, maybe contributes to that is just the mindset shift that it is that somebody yeah. has to go through to become a, an owner of any kind of a business, even a very simple one. Like even if you're just by yourself training some clients,
1: right. what I
0: found is that, the reason why a lot of the people were, you know, brand new people that were coaching or people that I'm, you know, interacting with online or something, it's kind of like they want the, they like the idea of the business. So they're attracted to the flashy part, which is like the money or, you know, financial freedom or being your own boss and having more control. But then when they realize that everything comes with a price, they're not willing to take the. They're not really willing to pay the price, or they're even worse. They they don't even have a clue what that price might be, and then they are struggling because they're like you said. They're half in, half out. They got like a toe in the water because they don't. And what I'm seeing is that it, even if you spell out, okay, well, here's what the cost is. You know, not just financially. By the way, I'm talking about you know the costs like the time commitment, the the energy level it requires the 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 focus, the education you need, and like you mentioned coaching and the other things that are a good idea for people to invest the investing in themselves right, not just investing in like i don't know like a space or equipment or something um, they they're 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 not they're so not used to that because right. before that they've either been an employee where everybody did all that you know some boss did all that for them mm-hmm. or or told them what to do. and or 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 they were kind of like a hobbyist doing something real small time so they never really had to be all in well what i think happens to a lot of the people i talk to is they get attracted to the the glamorous side and then when they actually have to get to work and do things they freeze and they freeze because they're like it's not that you're telling them to do something that's hard you know i could say okay you know Uh, do a little bit of marketing here. Here's what you do. You know, here's how you run your little ad deal and, or here's how you go and get a referral and call somebody on the phone and then you're going to get them and you're going to start training them. I mean, even on the most basic level, they freeze because they, it's not because it's hard, but because it's just out of their comfort zone completely. you, you, You know, you feel that way too, or you see that happening?
2: Yes. And well, it's yes and yes, because, um, First of all, if you're not willing to get out of a comfort zone, you're not really willing to go into business because they're synonymous. So they're, they're Get right. <laughs> they're synonymous. So, in other words, they're equal. So if you can't get out of your comfort zone, then don't even bother paying for coaching. Don't even really go into business because that's okay. Because not everybody is – you don't have to own your own business. Nobody said you did. So uh, look at other professions. Let's take physical therapy because I know that. Not that not every physical therapist opens their own clinic. It's like right. I mean a small percentage. Right. Small percentage do. So it's okay. Doesn't mean that, you know, oh God, I'm a failure as a Fit Pro because I don't have my own studio or I don't have my own business per se. But you know, when you're an independent contractor you kind of do have your own business in a sense. Maybe you don't have all the stuff of, of a gym or a, of a or a studio, but you, you still need to know marketing and sales and all that stuff. But back to the subject, you have to be out of your comfort zone because you know you could survive, I guess, in in a business <laughs> maybe for a couple of years or longer, but you're not going to be really making a ton because you won't get out of your comfort zone. So all the flashiness that's attractive really i it's probably the fault of internet and marketing and you know, making owning a business and you know, investing tens of thousands into it, uh, making it look like, you know, you're gonna come out with a seven figure thing. And, you know, people go for that magic bullet kind of talk. But, you know, really, it's not all that flashy in the beginning. So the reality is you're out of your comfort zone so it can't it's not really going to feel flashy and you probably aren't no. going to make money the first year so i mean like there's there's things you got to take into consideration you know what how much you invest into the business you know all that financial stuff loans or whatever you're doing but no that's way out of your comfort zone you know and it's a, it's, a, it's part of the deal. So if you don't want that part of the deal, then second, really give a good hard thought to whether you really do want to be owning your own business. You don't have to, you know. Nobody said you had to. That's not your type of that, – that's not – you're not cut out to do it, so don't do it, you know. You can't make somebody a business owner. That's not. So you got to think right. about that coaching side. And other people are, you know, quite the opposite. They're on the other end of the spectrum. They think because they were coached, they can now coach. (laughs) Like, that's not the way it goes either. You know, so come in the middle, but you're out of your comfort zone, no matter where you are.
0: Right, yeah. And in addition to that, I also hear, you know, a lot of people, they're struggling with, just the the idea of a simple thing, like um, uh, something that seems scary. And here's I wanted to give some tips because I think we we did a good enough job of outlining the problem in the last few minutes. And just so we don't go too long today, because I know we could talk for four hours, right? But um, maybe in just you know let, let, we could just do a couple a couple more minutes on some on some ideas on. We, you've already talked to about a few, but let's give some people some ideas on how the keys to getting started. Like what are some mindset shifts that they need? And uh, I, I'll start since I brought it up. Here, here's some things I, I wanted to bring up to help. First of all, when it comes to one of the ones that I know – you mentioned marketing. Another one that's really a sticking point I've noticed for almost everybody is location. And so I do a lot of talking about location. I'm a big believer that you can start inexpensively and work your way up, rather than start expensive. Yeah. And I, I've seen and seen people, and I've done this myself personally, so I know it is a reality. Yeah. Is that you've got to open your mind to possibilities when it comes to locations. And I'll, I'll give a quick example. I had a, a a client, a guy that you know I was talking to, uh, and you know wanted to get started with his own boot camp business like what what we talk about and right. uh, and I know we've heard it on our coaching calls also this idea that, well I don't have a place I'm still looking I'm still looking I'm still looking and I, I got I stopped because I go how can you're looking for so long I mean I found one in my first week you know, I, you know or you know and if it, and, and then what I did was I found a better one later uh, right. And I think what happens is that analysis paralysis is getting. Well, I looked at that place and it's not that good. It's not ideal, so I'm going to keep looking. And I think that's a killer because in our business,
2: the speed right.
0: of the speed of implementation is is massive. And so right. if it takes you forever, it takes you three years to find a suitable location. In the meantime, your uh, your uh, competitors
2: started right. with whatever
0: they could. They've already built.
2: What? Oops.
0: And Jesse is gone. <laughs> oh, are you there? This business, and you have it all wrong. You you can't afford that place because you haven't started – you haven't gotten started. So it's kind of a catch-22. But yeah. I, I know that there's some people that think that they want to have a good, you know, a good, solid, quality yeah. location to start. And I'm, that makes sense. But I I would rather – I would rather go the other way and just do something, you know, start in a park if you have to, or start in a sub gymnastics or indoor sports facility or go boys and girls club or community center, martial arts studio. And, and you're, you know, you're, or even in another gym, if you can figure out a way to stay independent and, yeah. and own your own business, I would rather see people start doing something and get some clients making money and then, save up money to get a nice fancy studio or a bigger place so that that's there there's a big sticking point so I think a key to success is just doing getting a location not the best location necessarily
2: well what is the best location? I mean really when you're asking that kind of question to yourself you're just setting yourself up for procrastination because there's no real answer to that I mean you know just the one you've made up is the answer so what is really the best location the one that's available is the best location. Right? The one that's right. <laughs> when you start it, there's no you know there's nothing that's gonna come fully equipped. <laughs> right? So that would be the best location.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: Found that, okay. But the point is you probably won't and if you know, most in the majority of cases you probably won't. You found a gymnastics center, maybe you'd have some equipment that you can use. I don't know. You might you might not be able to use it. But the point is you have to you know get the 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 one the space that you know if you're looking at space you're going to look at the layout of the space is it wide is it square wide open is it L-shaped is that going to present the problem so if it's available and it's the you know a nice reasonable size and good open space then that's all you're looking at you're not looking at you know, and, and the price of it. You know what I mean? If it's reasonable, so it's just an otherwise it's just a way of procrastinating. It's just disguised procrastination. So you know, even speaking from the coach's side, you you know, that's that's all that is. is if you're coaching somebody, it, it's it's fear of getting started, and you know so. I'll put it off by saying I can't rationalize to myself that I can't find the right location. That's all that is. I mean, look at it. It's like like, psychologically speaking. I mean, really, that's what it is because you don't need a high visibility, you know, to start. What you need are clients, right? You're not going to get a lot of walk-by traffic. This isn't a store where people, you know, window shop and then walk in. So, you know, that's where the coach comes in and helps, but on the on the other end, if you're dismissing all of that help, <laughs> then you're just in fear of getting started. Back to square exactly. one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I would say some keys are number one is is fix your mindset and don't fall into analysis paralysis when you learn some. You know, one of these great resources you mentioned about getting started online or or whatever it is for your business. Number one is, is when you get the speed of implementation is critical. So once you learn something, get it started fast because that speed attracts more speed and attracts success and it gets more motivation and more accountability going for you. And, 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 it, and it's kind of like a big, you know, it's like building momentum that it tends to attract more success So and more action. So right. just doing something of any kind is good. Uh, the second one is uh the mindset about not being an employee anymore. You got to get out of the employee mindset and you got to become more of an owner mindset, which requires taking initiative and like right. you said georgette you can't you can't sit around and expect things to change and you, if you're not if you're afraid of the change, then you're going to fail automatically uh, Another step is on in terms of locations, just pick something and get started. Because once you're started, you're in business. If you're wandering around looking for a location forever, then you're never really doing anything. You're just spending more more, mi- more money and more time that you don't really have. Um, and then when it comes to marketing, it's the same thing. If you get a marketing idea, then go out and try it, and try it quickly. Just And here's a saying that I learned. Uh, fail
1: quick. <laughs> yeah, fail
0: quick. Uh, yeah, well, well, one thing I learned um, – from like the Dan Kennedy and the uh, the GKIC kind of guys is uh good enough is good enough or good is good enough. So not right. to worry about things being perfect. It doesn't mean it doesn't right. mean send out really crappy stuff. It means do good work, but once it's good, it's good enough. And so right. a lot of people have that perfectionism thing where everything's got to be perfect before they actually get it going and it's just not reality. It'll never be perfect.
2: So well, you those don't are my know tips. anyway with an ad whether it's going to work. I mean <laughs> You could get all the all the uh statistics in the world, even with the Facebook ad, you might have a higher chance with you know some people say, "Hey, this ad works for me, but the bottom line is if it doesn't work for you, <laughs> then I guess it doesn't work for you. so try something else. how about tweaking something so every you know so the the point is when you're given tools like that with marketing, it's up to you to tweak them to your business not to dis- not to dissect them and say how how rotten they were and they didn't work. Um, figure out why and you know, and then and then tweak it. It may end up to be a totally different ad by the time you're done tweaking it. But the you know, the the point is you have to find out what works for you in your area and give it a whirl. I mean so even given even handed these copy and pasted tools, you still have to do some work and and, and tweak and go, all right, well, that didn't work. Okay, well, maybe it didn't. Maybe you want to try it again with a little bit of a different twist or maybe a whole big different twist. You know, right, okay? right. So you are not going to say Facebook ads talk, right? You're going to say, I'll try a different one, <laughs> one that may be more appropriate to my target market or my right. area. Or maybe just uh something somebody else has never done here, you know so
0: exactly,
2: right, so to, you know, so not to say that then we don't throw it all away with the bath, you know, the baby with the bathwater water and go,, eh, Facebook ads don't work, right, <laughs> no. right, or you you know that marketing piece didn't work, <laughs> no, you didn't work <laughs> because you didn't do anything to you know either tweak it or you know change it, and, you know, if it didn't work, try another different one on a different... So you get the point. The point is that you still have to be marketing in your area to your niche, to your demographics, and you can't just copy somebody, you know? (laughs) Exactly. I mean, not word for word, anyway. So, (laughs) you know, there's got to be some work on your part, and... You know, then that seems to be an issue, too, come to think of it, now that we're talking about it on the Internet, because that's just like, hey, yeah, you know, marketing stuff. Really? You know, well, that's not that's not good marketing. That, that ad is stinky. How do you know you didn't even run it, number one? Number two, if you did run it, you didn't tweak it, right? So how would you know? You can't just look at something and go, ah, no good. <laughs> you know, so that's something I... I do see. Or they're just copying word for word and not putting any thought or, of your target market or what might work here better. It's just, give me that and I'll follow you. Wrote, You don't like a robot. You, you yep. can't be like a And, you know, so... Marketing is... Yep. Uh, so having a coach actually pays for all this because it keeps you on track with all this stuff. So... That's good that there's all these you know, thing people that are you know highly respected. There's not all uh, I shouldn't say all. I only respect a few, but the the point is that there are people that know what the hell they're doing. So,
0: exactly. All right. Well, we're about out of time, so that was good. We went over some key things, and uh, any last words, and then we'll wrap it up, and we can continue the discussion next time.
2: Yeah, we'll just we'll just wrap it up because. Um, you know, we just had to get back in the out of the vacation mode.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: all right, Georgette. Well, you have a terrific week. We're gonna be in touch on all kinds of fun projects and for all the listeners out there, um you know, well, we'll keep be an on a eye on
2: tomorrow. Yes, we, we got
0: a coaching and yeah, for the listeners out there remember we've got a coaching program. It's 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 really great. And I hope you get out and, and realize that all the experience that you've got, Georgette, that you're you know contributing to the program and 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 I'm there too working hard and we really want everybody to be successful so if you're listening and tuning in on this the, for- for the first time uh we've got a lot of resources out there for you um and you know that we've got little show notes in here, but you can go to the fitness and you know uh the fitness boot camp coaching is that correct fitness did I say it right this time oh gosh no, either one goes. either person. yeah yeah, we've got our coaching program you can check out. You can find us on Facebook, uh, and um you know, we've got we've got a lot of great opportunities for people to connect with us. So with that being said, have a wonderful week and we'll talk to you next time. Okay. Bye bye.